0: This month, our podcast is brought to you by Jay Brooks Coffee Roasters in Memphis, Tennessee. You know by now how much I love coffee, and Jay Brooks has a special place in my heart. True North is their original signature blend. Its name points to Jesus Christ, who they say is the real owner of this company. The name reminds us that we are guided by unwavering integrity and clarity of purpose directed by our Lord. The name derives from the world of orienteering, finding your way across terrain with a map and a compass. In order to stay on course and avoid getting lost, the compass must remain oriented toward true north to avoid getting off track by the pull of the compass toward magnetic north. When trekking in the backcountry, the alignment of the compass with true north must be regularly calibrated multiple times along the path in order to stay on course. Did you know that? I love learning new things. Just as the pull of magnetic north can get a hiker off track and eventually lost, so the pull of the world can also affect each one of us. If we're not careful to constantly calibrate ourselves, our spirits, ethics, morals, decisions, with our perfect standard in Jesus, we'll slowly but surely lose our way and end up somewhere we don't want to be. It's in these moments when it's especially important to create some breathing room and ask, how's all that working for you? Jaybrook's Coffee Roasters offers True North as a perfectly balanced cup that reminds us to remain centered in the one who is perfect to orient our lives every day. And hopefully we'll savor a cup that infuses a bit of tasty delight along the way. To order this signature blend for yourself and learn more about Jay Brooks, click the link in the show notes or visit jaybrookscoffeeroasters.com. That's the letter J, brookscoffeeroasters.com. You are officially invited to create some breathing room. This is the absolute best podcast to find the strategies, resources, and motivation you need to stop drowning in overwhelm break free from hustle culture, and live out your God-given purpose. I'm your host, Rachel Baker, and girl, I've been there, done that. It is my God-given purpose to help you find space for an intentional life so you can confidently live in those strengths, skills, and passions that light you up and serve others. I know you are ready to create some breathing room. So let's do it together. Welcome to episode 10 of Create Some Breathing Room. Reading is my hobby. I love books, and I'm often asked if there are certain books that I can recommend for time management, productivity, mindset, all sorts of things. So since we are talking about hobbies in this month's series, I decided this is probably a good time to share some of my favorites. And I want to address that I know this might cause a problem for some of you, because I struggle every time I listen to a guest interview on John Acuff's podcast. By the way, if you are not listening to John Acuff's podcast, all it takes is a goal. Head on over when you're done listening here. But here's what happens. At the end of every guest episode, John asks his podcast guest to list their Mount Rushmore of books. So if they were to choose like their top four books, or he'll ask if you, you know, what is the one book that you give away more than any other, other than your own? And so after listening to enough of those episodes, my Amazon wish list has become insane. It's a little out of control. There are a lot of books on there I never would have known about if I hadn't listened to that podcast. So thank you, John. But even with that in mind, I want to go ahead and share several different genres of books, and I, they're going to fit within two main categories. So here's how we're going to break it down today. I want to share some books that do speak to creating some breathing room in your life, and there's a few different genres within that. And then we're going to do some books just for fun, because reading is my hobby. And that's how I often enjoy spending the breathing room that I've created in my life. So each genre that I share in those two categories, we're going to include my current top two and then maybe an honorable mention because I just really like books. So all the books that I do mention today, they're going to be linked in the show notes. And hopefully you can find something here that is familiar and relatable or that you're excited to add to your wish list and read. And if it's like all of them, um, sorry, not sorry. So (laughs) several of the books mentioned today are going to fall into more than one genre probably, but I'm just, I'm doing the best I can over here, people. Okay. So the books that speak to creating some breathing room in your life, that's what I want to talk about first. And this first category, this first genre, I guess, is mindset. Because one of the biggest obstacles to overcome when you are trying to create some more breathing room in your life is just your mindset, just that you even have permission to do it, uh, making your thoughts more positive and less about hustle culture. So a couple of my absolute favorites in this genre as of right now, Soundtracks by John A. Cuff. Uh, the full title with the subtitle, it's Soundtracks, The Surprising Solution to Overthinking. And then he also has come out with another one. I'm putting these together because Soundtracks was written first, and mostly it was for adults. But then he wrote another kind of version of this book with his two daughters, Ellie and McRae. And this one is called Your New Playlist, The Student's Guide to Tapping into the Superpower of Mindset. And it's basically a younger version of soundtracks. So I love them both. They both address mindset really well. They talk about this idea that the thoughts in our head are soundtracks that we just have on repeat. And to pay attention to the soundtracks that you have in your mind, he suggests several really good positive ones. We talked about uh, being brave enough to be bad at something new. That's one that he talks about in his books. And it's really neat in the younger version to read from his daughters as well and their take on all of this and their experience as teenagers. And so I do have that version for my kids. They've both read it and loved it. I'm putting them together as my top book. I know, I'm already cheating. Just go with it. Okay, so the next one in the mindset category is from someone that if you've listened to this podcast, Already, you might have heard episode two. We interviewed Mary Morantz. This is one of her books, "Slow Growth Equals Strong Roots," and the subtitle of this one is "Finding Grace, Freedom, and Purpose in an Overachieving World." And I love this book. We talked about it some in episode two, and we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Um, But this was one description that I found in like in her reviews and the description of the book online says when gold stars, highlight reels, and seeking approval from strangers on the internet are not enough, Mary Morantz gives you permission to stop running. And that's really, it just is a good summary of this book overall. It's just about the beauty of slowing down, you don't have to hustle to get where you want to go, and creating strong roots in whatever it is that you are doing. And then my final recommendation in the mindset group is "Believe It" by Jamie Kern Lima. So the subtitle of this one it's called "Believe It: How to Go from Underestimated to Unstoppable." And I just I grabbed the description of this one as well uh, because it's such a good summary. But in "Believe It," Jamie Kern Lima she's the founder of a cosmetics company, and she shares the wild but true story of how a once-struggling waitress turned her against-the-grain idea into an international best-selling sensation, eventually selling the company, her cosmetics company, for over a billion dollars, and becoming the first female CEO of a brand in L'Oreal's 100-plus-year history. So she dealt with self-doubt, Body doubt, God doubt. She got down to her last few dollars and she was told nobody's going to buy makeup from someone who has your body. Oh, y'all, I have so many feelings about that. <laughs> so, in this book, Jamie reveals for the first time what really went down in all of that, how she almost did not make it, and how she learned to trust herself, and the powerful full lessons that you can use to go from underestimated to unstoppable. So it's just a very real, honest, vulnerable story of how this woman struggled. It was not like she just suddenly became this successful CEO. And I love being able to see kind of behind the curtain of people who have gotten to where they are that look really successful to know that, you know, they didn't just start there. There was a lot of hard work that went into it. And to hear the mindset behind that getting over the doubts that come with that and the fear, um, it's just such a beautiful story. So believe it, Jamie Kern-Lima, highly recommend it. Okay, the next genre under these books that speak to creating some breathing room, I want to talk about productivity and hustle culture. Uh, You know I am not here for hustle culture. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, moving on. So some books I would recommend around this topic. The first one is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And the subtitle for this one is How to Stay Emotionally Healthy and Spiritually Alive in the Chaos of the Modern World. This one is by John Mark Comer. This is someone who is in the world of ministry and just burnt to a crisp and looking to Jesus for the example of how to live a healthy life, right? And goes into this idea of Sabbath. What does that mean? What does that look like? How does it relate today? Um, and it was, it was just so refreshing and practical and honest. So love that one. The next one I'm going to recommend is especially good for those of us who have the neurodiverse brains. Uh, if you have ADHD, as I do, anxiety, depression, um, if you just don't have a lot of support, chronic fatigue, this book is for you. This book is called How to Keep House While Drowning. And it's by Casey Davis. And the subtitle of this is A Gentle Approach to Cleaning and Organizing. And I've got to tell you, I've struggled forever with cleaning and organizing my physical space. I can manage time, I can get things done, I can help other people with all those things. But the physical space, just my executive functioning with ADHD, and I didn't know this forever. I just had shame and guilt around it. And that's one of the reasons I love this book. Is she has this very gentle loving spirit that pulls you out of that shame and guilt if you are also having that. If you are struggling to stay on top of your to-do list, there's probably a good reason for it. And that's who she's speaking to. Two of the main lessons from this book that I love are that you don't work for your home. Your home works for you. And so she addresses several ideas of how to make that your reality You know, who made the rules of where the dishes go or where the laundry baskets need to live? or There are just so many things that you just think, well, this is just how it is. Are you working for your home or is your home working for you? And then the other one I love is that messiness is not a moral failing. It's a neutral thing. You are not a heathen, horrible person (laughs) if there is messiness in your home. Um, Obviously, we all want to have cleanliness in our lives. But it's not a moral issue. So it is just a very gracious and loving book. It is short. The chapters are very short for those of us who need them. How to Keep House While Drowning, Casey Davis, love it so much. I see you over there. You're constantly doing all the things for everyone else, but when do you have time to breathe and take care of yourself? God did not create you to be an afterthought, sis. It's time to refill your cup so that you can keep pouring into others without running on empty. I'm hosting a three-night, two-day retreat for women who struggle with constant exhaustion, feeling overwhelmed, never feeling caught up, and wishing they could just escape for a hot second. I want you to click the link in the show notes, or you can head over to RachelDBaker.com to join the waitlist for the renewal retreat. Be the first to get the details for our next retreat so you can rest, recharge, and find refuge with other women who totally get it. You can't truly invest in others until you've invested in yourself. So click that link in the show notes or head over to racheldbaker.com and join the wait list for the Renewal Retreat. And then one more in this category is called Holy Hustle. And this one is by Crystal Stein. And I read this one several years ago, and it's still one of my favorite books ever. The subtitle for Holy Hustle is Embracing a Work Hard, Rest Well Life. And I love this because Crystal kind of climbed up the corporate ladder. And now she explores this idea of hustle in a new light because she became a self-employed work from home mom, feeling that very deeply over here. So she kind of goes through all these ideas of having renewed peace as you focus on serving instead of striving, and potential as you're ditching comparison and coming more into this idea of community. She talks about purpose as you are looking into the roles God has for you. Does that sound familiar? We talk about that a lot here. (laughs) And then just this idea that we are created to work with enthusiasm for the right reasons and also we were created with a need to rest. And she goes into that and there's scripture in there. It's just, it's a beautiful permission slip and, um, just kind of a personal testimony toward awareness of these things, which I love. Okay. We've been through mindset. We've been through productivity and hustle culture. The last section in this category of books that speak to creating some breathing room is Christian living. Cause I know I've got a lot of people that lean towards those books. So this is going to be a little bit broader. I'm just gonna for the first one, I should say basically anything by Holly Girth. We've interviewed Holly Girth on this podcast. If you have not listened to that episode, we will link it in the show notes. It's fantastic. And we talk about hobbies with Holly. Um, But a couple of my favorites, You're Already Amazing is fantastic. And there's a Kind of a workbook that goes with it. It's called the life growth guide. And she walks you through step by step how to identify your God given strengths and skills and passions. A lot of that work is what I use with my coaching clients as well, um, just to go through that process. And so I obviously love that. She has another one called fierce hearted, which is beautifully written and for women, just all women ever need to read fierce hearted. Uh, Just that spirit that God put in us of warrior women. And then the powerful purpose of introverts. She dives into even the neuroscience behind introverts, the brain chemicals. And so some of that's in there. And then also just speaking to the power that we as introverts have in doing big things with our lives. So, Holly Girth, I'm going to sing her praise all day long. Love her books. There are so many more but those probably would be my top recommendations. Uh, The next one, because we're going to count that as one because I'm just cheating everywhere today. Present Over Perfect by Shauna Niequist, And this is one that was mentioned in my interview with Mary Marantz back in episode two. I love the subtitle of this one is Leaving Behind Frantic for a Simpler, More soulful way of living. And honestly, this book is just, it is like someone who has been there, done that, come out the other side, reaching out their hand to pull you out of all the pressure, all of, you know, you got to perform better and faster and push harder and do more. And it's just exhausting. And you're also trying to look perfect while you're doing it all. She finally hit a point in her life where she was like, nope. I'm done. No, thank you. And it is her journey through that and inviting you to join her. So it's very honest. Obviously, I have a thing for honest books. For my last one, I'm going to cheat again. I'm going to say basically anything by Brene Brown. I love me some Brene Brown. Um, Daring Greatly is a good one. The Gifts of Imperfection, another really... She's got a lot, but those are a couple of my favorites. If you have taken the quiz that we have on the website, what is your true overwhelm personality type? Um, If you have taken that, you have gotten a few resources from me, suggestions. And regardless of what type you get, you get a resource that has some quotes on it. And every single type, there are four different types you can get on the quiz. Every type has a quote from Brene Brown on it because she speaks to all people. So I wanna share those with you just so you have an idea. If you are an intentional action taker, the quote I chose for them is talk to yourself like you would to someone you love. And then the fearless fighter, she says to you, vulnerability sounds like truth and feels like courage. Truth and courage aren't always comfortable, but they are never weakness. And then for my master organizers, imperfections are not inadequacies, they are reminders that we're all in this together. And for my protective peacekeepers, I wanted to let you know, Brene says, we can choose courage or we can choose comfort, but we can't have both, not at the same time. So I just, Brene speaks wonderfully to vulnerability and courage, and that relates to everyone. So if you haven't already taken that quiz, please do racheldbaker.com forward slash quiz, go and take it. So that's it for the books around creating some breathing room in your life. So we're going to wrap up with books that are just for fun, because I like them. So I've got uh, a few memoirs that I really, I just love hearing other people's stories. And so, you know, I'm going to have to say Dirt by Mary Morantz again, from episode two. Um, Mary shares her story for anyone who's ever walked into the world and felt like their scars were still on display, showing you're braver, better, and more empathetic for what you have survived. And I love this, this description of the book. They say, because God does his best work in the muddy, messy, and broken, if we'll only learn to dig in. So Mary just shares her personal story growing up in a trailer in West Virginia and then going on to Yale Law School, building her own business. It's a beautiful story. The next one I would recommend is The Hiding Place. And this one is by Corrie Ten Boom, and then also Elizabeth and John Sherrill. Corrie Ten Boom was a Dutch watchmaker. Her father was a watchmaker, and she worked with him in the store. Um, And in the Time of the Holocaust. She was a survivor of Hitler's concentration camps and also one of the most amazing evangelists of the 20th century. So, World War II, she and her family were risking their lives to help Jews and underground workers escape the Nazis. And only Corey out of her family survived. And she tells the story of how faith ultimately triumphs over evil. And it's It's just an amazing read. And the last one, I love books by Donald Miller. He has quite a few memoir type books, and then he kind of switched over into business type books. So one of his memoirs that I love, A Million Miles in a Thousand Years. And this kind of goes through his opportunity that he was given to kind of edit his life intentionally. Um, He kind of reinvents himself because he had written a memoir. He was approached with the opportunity to turn it into a movie. And through that process, the producers begin kind of fictionalizing his life for the movie, for the purposes of the film. And so real life, Donald Miller, kind of starts this journey to make his actual life a better story. He's realizing, I would... I kind of want that in my own life, these things they're saying. So it's just really interesting. You know, what would that look like for someone to come along and say, we want to turn your life into a movie, except we need it to be more interesting. What a crazy thing to experience. So that was just a fun read. I liked it a lot. There is a category that some people are like, you read what? I really like fantasy fiction, young adult fantasy So, just three series. I'm not going to dive deep into these, but if you like fantasy fiction, young adult fantasy, um, obviously Harry Potter series. I love them all. So, any of the Harry Potter books, J.K. Rowling, I love the whole series. The next series I would recommend is The Land of Stories. This is by Chris Colfer. Um, If you ever watched Glee, Kurt on Glee, that's Chris Colfer. Uh, He wrote this. Really precious series of fantasy books, The Land of Stories, and it's this brother sister. They basically get to experience the real world and those, all those storybook characters you grow up reading about, those are all in there. It's just super fun and also really interesting, very creative. I love those. And then the third one is one that is my 14 year old daughter's favorite series ever, right now. It's The Keeper of Lost Cities by Shannon Messenger. And they are so creative. You know, there's elves and there's dwarves and there's gnomes and there's ogres and all that kind of stuff. But it's a girl who was an elf, raised by humans, didn't know she was an elf. And then she goes into that world and all that she experiences there. Lots of magic lots of really interesting storylines. So I just, I love that one. Highly recommend it. So I've got three more books that I have just loved lately that I want you to know about. The first one kind of surprised me. And uh, it wasn't one that I was anticipating loving, but Capital Gains by Chip Gaines from Fixer Upper. You know who I'm talking about? The subtitle of this one is Smart Things I Learned Doing Stupid Stuff. And I just thought it would be a fun one. I love Chip and Joanna Gaines, love Fixer Upper, all that they've done with Magnolia. Um, and so I just thought it would be a fun read. And it was, but also there was so much goodness in it, so much encouragement, um, vulnerability of just his personal story and how he got to where he is and his ideas moving forward with their family and business. It was just lovely. I recommend it to everyone. Um, the next one is Hero on a Mission by Donald Miller. And this one I love because Donald Miller, who I mentioned earlier with the memoir, uh, but in this one, he talks about how there are four types of characters. So every story, there are four characters. There's the victim, the villain, the hero, and the guide. And everybody has, we've got these four characters inside of us. And he talks about what it looks like if we are living within Any of these roles. So, you know, what does it look like if you're playing the victim or being the victim and staying there? Obviously, you can be a victim, but what happens if you stay in that mindset? Um, Or if you're the villain, that's never going to go well. (laughs) But being the hero in your own life or then being the guide and guiding others, those are the two roles where your life is going to flourish. And so the hard part that he talks about is just being self aware enough to know which character you're playing in your own life. And it's just a really interesting uh, way to become a little more self-aware of your life and how you are living versus how you might want to be living. So the very last one is Holy Huga It's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. It is Dutch. And the subtitle of this one is Creating a Place for People to Gather and the Gospel to Grow. This is by Jamie Erickson. And in this one, Jamie Erickson's taking this popular Danish practice of huga, and she's combining it with the truths of gospel. So she's talking about the parts of huga, which is a Danish uh, concept. Basically, a lot of people are using it in home decor right now. It's kind of a fad, but really it boils down to these ideas of hospitality, relationships, well-being, atmosphere, comfort, contentment, and rest—all things that I love. Um and she's just talking about the desire to have people into your home, make it comfortable and introducing people to faith in Christ with all of that. And so each chapter she wraps it up with discussion questions and scripture references and a prayer. It's just a beautiful concept, something I'm kind of becoming obsessed with <laughs> right now. So I had to mention that one. So let's wrap it up. I know I shared a lot of books today. This was a longer episode than normal. So sorry, not sorry, if your wish list just got a whole lot longer. (laughs) But be sure to check the show notes for links for all the books that we talked about in this episode. And we also referenced a couple of previous podcast episodes. So if you've read any of the books I mentioned today, I would love to hear your thoughts on them. Or do you have a few in mind that weren't mentioned today? I am, as I've mentioned already, forever adding to my own wish list. And so I'd love to know what you would recommend. So make sure that you're in our Facebook podcast community so that we can continue this conversation together. I go live every Thursday after an episode releases to chat with our podcast community about the topic that was covered that week. So the link to join that is in the show notes. Or if you just go on Facebook, you can search for Create Some Breathing Room Podcast Community and join us there. So until next time, happy reading. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to check the show notes to get links for all the resources mentioned in this episode. As always, your reviews make such a difference. So thank you for taking the time to leave those for us. Your ratings and thoughts mean so much. I love reading each and every one. As we wrap up today, please remember, life can feel crazy and overwhelming sometimes, but you will never regret taking the time to create some breathing room.